0: Of the Be Real, Be Radiant podcast. My name is Jyra, your host, and welcome to June. My goodness, can you guys believe we're already halfway into 2022? What in the world? I can't believe it. I kept saying that April comes after May, and I was getting all my months mixed up, and I just can't believe we're already in June. Um, but welcome, and thank you also to all who tuned in to last week's episode on navigating uh, life after tragedy and trauma, Mental Health Awareness Month, and wow, all the messages that I received from you guys, and where the episode was being um, listened to, was, was being um, played, was incredible, um, and it's definitely an answered prayer I'm just so glad that that episode could provide some encouragement and understanding on mental health. And I shared, you know, I too am still learning and growing and I'm just so glad we can all learn and grow together. So thank you for tuning in. If you haven't listened to it, um, you don't want to miss it. It's so good. Um, And our guest Ida really dropped some realness in that episode. So But for now, this week's episode, I'm nervous, y'all. I'm nervous to share this one, Um, but you guys already know what it's about from the podcast episode title, Um, but it's quite similar to episode two, and um, it's basically about my skin. Um, Episode two was about kind of a general overview on what's happening with my body and like All the things, all the things my skin has gone through ever since I I was an infant, literally. Um, But this one specifically is something that I never, ever, 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 ever saw coming. So just to preface a few things before I get started. One is I'm not a doctor, obviously. Literally, I... (laughs) <laughs> I majored I went into college my first year my freshman year going into nursing and I switched within the first week to fashion design um, because I said this is not for me but anyways I am not a doctor um, so everything I say is literally just my own experience and what I'm living through right now um, so just take caution. You know, if, if something's going on with you, definitely see your doctor or your derma. And number two, if you or you have a child who has, let's say, eczema and you may be applying topical steroids on them, this episode is for you. Take caution. I'm telling you now. Again, I acknowledge I'm not a doctor and see the type of doctor that you need to. But if your derma is prescribing you topical steroids beware if you're and and if you're not going through skin issues you know i'm basically going to be sharing what, what when life hits you with the unexpected so i hope this can encourage everyone but especially for my skin warriors out there and if um you have children and you're applying things like this to them just please be careful so I don't want to take up too much time sharing my story, but it is kind of important on just how I got to where I am now. So in episode two, I shared all the things, how I still have like adult acne here and there, um, eczema, steatocystoma, and now drum roll, (laughs) that's my drum roll, TSW or topical steroid withdrawal. So what topical steroid withdrawal or TSW is, is it refers to an adverse reaction relating to the use of a topical steroid after it has been discontinued. And the reaction and the healing ain't pretty, y'all. So long story short, um, I had a flare up on my face early last year. And derma's here prescribed me topical steroid ointment, which is, you know, the usual anywhere. And so what they prescribed to me was, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna pronounce this right, but I'll try betamethasone valerate or betnovate, five grams tube. It's orange and pink. Um, It's a 0.1% cream, a class five mid potency. Now y'all are probably like, why are you being so specific? And I have to be specific. Because first of all, there are so many different classifications and potency of topical steroids that it, it can affect your skin in so many different ways. Um, and so depending on how potent your topical steroid is, you know, it, it could be different if it was a cream, a lotion, a gel or a foam. And of course, how long you were taking it can make all the difference. So, OK, so I'm, I'm taking this um, this this uh, topical steroid along with like an antifungal, I forgot what it's called, but another uh, an- another ointment. So I'm mixing these two and it worked wonders, guys. It cleared up pretty much everything that was happening on my face from the reaction so much to the point I was using them almost as a part of my everyday skincare routine um, just so I could prevent future flare-ups. Now, and and, and it didn't help when people, including my family, were like, wow, your skin looks so great. What have you been using? And I share with them, oh, you know, the tubes that the Derma um, prescribed to me. And they're like, oh, yeah, keep using it. Obviously, they didn't know any better. Um, They they had no idea. And I didn't know either. And I didn't know that I wasn't supposed to use that stuff for a long period of time. And so um, you're only supposed to use that, which many of you probably already know, um, for only two weeks, and you're supposed to stop. But like I mentioned, I was using it almost like part of my everyday skincare routine. So I was using this specific ointment for over for almost basically a year, March 2021 to March 2022 this year, on and off. Um, I wouldn't say it was like every single day thank God, um, but enough to where I now have TSW. So um, so after I, I saw that they worked wonders, um, but something told me to, to stop and that I shouldn't be dependent on them. And when I did stop taking it and applying it, my skin became worse than ever before. Even before I went to the derma, even before she prescribed these um, creams for me, excuse me. And so one derma, (laughs) I was going to her clinic almost every Saturday and it came to the point where she didn't know what, she didn't know what to do. She started like dusting off sample (laughs) sachets of what she had like in her purse, no joke. Um, and, and just started, you know, giving me sample sachets of stuff to try. And another derma, she wanted me back on steroids, literally on the cream that she prescribed me on. And I, I didn't want to. So I knew that there was something, um, this was something more than just eczema or like uh, an allergic reaction. And it, it especially came to a point, I specifically remember, um, riding, um, a motorcycle, a motorcycle taxi which we have here in the philippines back home from a derma appointment from the hospital the whole ride my face was so raw and red that it was burning it was the most uncomfortable 25 minutes of my life and i just wanted to cry i couldn't wait to go home and just put and just put cold water on my face i never want to experience that again So I researched and researched on what I could have. And when I was going through YouTube (laughs) doing some extensive research here, I saw a thumbnail that looked very, very similar to what I had and what I was going through. And the thumbnail title said TSW. I'm like, what is this TSW? And that's when I found out about topical steroid withdrawal and that I had it and I was going through withdrawal because it's been probably three weeks by this point where I I wasn't using the topical steroids. And so it's very common with those who have eczema. That's why I gave that warning earlier. Um, And honestly, something that many dermatologists don't even know about or they don't want to believe in. All right. Yeah. So... I decided to talk about it today because today was also a, a just a big day of hope for me. It was probably one of the most hopeful, hope filled uh, days I had because when I woke up this morning, the skin around my eyes were so flaky, like <laughs> it was really flaky. And I know that sounds kind of gross, but to me, it confirmed that I'm healing and that gave me hope. That just gave a spark of hope. So I am currently three months into my TSW journey and it has been quite the ride, something I never, ever again would have expected. And I hope and pray that this may be some type of caution, some type of warning for those who may also have had or have eczema or any kind of skin issue and you're applying topical steroids. So that's how I got to where I am now. Um, It's been a struggle. Of course, Uh, it's painful for the first two months, especially at the beginning. My face was just red and inflamed and any drip of sweat felt like acid, not even exaggerating. Um, And internally, I was screaming, I would get ready for work, you know, in my room where it's air conditioned and cold, and I leave the room, go downstairs, and my face is already on fire. And it doesn't help living in a tropical country where it's not only hot, but it's also humid. Um, Also, I realized, uh, as the days and weeks progress, TSW travels, that's why it's on my neck and going on my arms now. And like, I, I obviously wasn't applying it on my neck. I wasn't breaking out or had a reaction on my neck. It was only on my face. Um, but of course, like anything that gets absorbed into your skin, especially if it is pretty potent, you know, that I've learned from the research that it can travel. So, um, what's on my face was now, is now on my neck. I, Today, because of the, the spark of hope that I had, I said, OK, I'm going to take a picture. This is probably going to be the only pictures I take of this because I really don't want too much of a remembrance. But I do want people to see um, what it can look like at three months if you've taken a topical steroid for a year. So I'm not going to post it on IG or Facebook, at least not anytime soon. If you want to see it, I plan on posting it on the blog, on The Real, uh, The uh, what's my blog's title? The hyphen radiant hyphen look.com. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, so you, you'll see it. My, my neck and like my chest is red and then I'm seeing like bumps on my arm. Um, which isn't also isn't pretty. Um, and stiff face and the stiff neck, like I can't move. (laughs) honestly sometimes i can't move my face so it feels like i got botox not that i've ever gotten botox but it's just it feels so tight because my skin is trying to heal it's got and and my skin is trying to like regenerate so my so sometimes i like can't move there's no expression on my face except for my lips like pursing and trying to, to talk so um that's why if you've ever talked to me in the past few months and i look kind of weird that's why sleepless nights it's also something as tsw keeps you up with scratching and it's just uncomfortable i've probably gotten average every night three to four hours of sleep um during this journey and uh it's it's just it it all comes part of the package Obviously, there's social anxiety. Thank God for makeup, as I've always been saying. Um, but obviously, when I don't have it on, it's very evident, very clear that there's something going on. My face is red. It's inflamed. <laughs> and just even like a few nights ago, my, my cousin and I were passing uh, in in the hallway in, in the house. And he was like, are you sunburned? I- do do I wish it was just merely sunburned and I had to like do this whole explanation um but yeah social anxiety is definitely there I'm a little frustrated that this wasn't happening at least during lockdown literally the only opportunity we all ever had in the world to not see anyone this has to happen after lockdown like (laughs) it's It's all now happening when I'm I'm about to see people. You know we're we're going out more, but it is what it is. Um, so if you, especially those in in the women's ministry, I'm part of, especially since our first in person fellowship is this Thursday, if you see me and my face color doesn't match my neck color because of my foundation and my neck is as red as as Christmas. <laughs> You know why. Or if you see my face flaking, or you see me rubbing my neck, trying not to fully scratch it off, or if you see me, especially wearing silk scarves in 95 degree weather and it not making sense, well, now you know it's because I'm going through something called TSW. Um, another struggle is, of course, when the dermas don't believe you or even understand what TSW is. And I've just recently gone through that. Um, It's, it's, they don't even, they just don't understand. They don't believe in it. They don't think it's real. And I've, (laughs) I've been finding out that that's not just a thing here, um, in the Philippines, but also in first world countries, dermatologists are, are, are not aware of TSW. So it's been a lonely journey. Um, and, and doing my own research on it has been overwhelming and scary, Um, and then of course other thoughts that have just come into my mind, um, during this journey are future relationships. You know, I've had thoughts of where I think, well, the, what the goodness, how can any guy love me now that I'm like when I'm blotchy and I'm red and I'm flaking and it's honestly even confirmed to me even more that I don't know if I could bring in a child into this world because I wouldn't want to give him or her all these different skin conditions like I wouldn't want to pass that on to someone and have my child go through the first word that came to mind was torment and it's not that bad but I mean it's 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 hard um, and I don't I just I don't know if I'd want to um, bring a person into this world and most likely have to go through that that's something i'm still kind of talking about with god to be honest um but yeah those are all the struggles um that and and thoughts that have been running through my mind especially during these last three months but the things that i've learned and what i'm thankful for of course, I have to look at the bright side, right guys? You just, you, you have to see the pros and things, the beauty and things, the good, good things and things. And of course, one thing that I'm thankful for is my mom. She's seen me at every stage. She's gone to many of my dermatologist appointments. She's, um, read my frustrations and my messages, my, um, my fears, my worries, and all, as any mother would, she just keeps telling me I'm beautiful. I'm still beautiful. Ooh, where's the tissue? Um, Even before I hit record, you know, um, before I hit record for this episode, and I told her I was going to talk about TSW and I even showed the photos Um, I plan on posting on the blog because she should be the first one to see it. And the first thing that she told me was, you're still beautiful. And it uh, obviously obviously so encouraging, and I'm just so thankful that she's been a part of this um journey with me. Wow. Where's I need Kleenex. Okay. And another thing I'm thankful for is the internet um and reading up on others who have been going through it. And if if you are if, if this is something you're going through, if you're out there and you're not just a, 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 a listener just kind of passing through, but you're actually going through this or you've been applying topical steroids um, on yourself or on your child, get a pen, paper or take out your notes on your phone and write down these um, resources that I've found to be super helpful just from learning what TSW even is, what it does, why we get it, and then other resources that have just um, encouraged me. So one of them is the Skin on Fire documentary. You can just type that on YouTube. I think it's like 30 minutes long and it's Um, it's it's short but it's meaty Um, and I'm so glad that they uh, created a documentary like that and it goes through the lives of like five or six other TSW patients and sharing their experiences it's it's pretty it's it's pretty good and it's so I mean the even the title itself skin on fire couldn't be any more true because literally your skin feels like it's on fire so that one and then also another YouTube video and the title is Interview with Dr. Rappaport TSW Addiction Slash TSW Withdrawal. Um, so those two YouTube videos are really good when it comes to um, le- learning about the potency and even seeing uh, and understanding the phases, which helped a lot of TSW and what to expect if you do decide to um go down that path is a website called decoding topical steroid withdrawal withdrawal.com with Jing Rui. She is, I believe, Singaporean and one of the first, um, one of the first to really experience. I mean, obviously I don't think she's the first ever, but, um, to the point where she was able to, um, blog about her experience, um, and, and give all the resources that she has. She even has a clinic out in Singapore, and they just opened one in the UK on the, specifically for TSW patients. Um, so she's definitely like an OG when it comes to this. And um, that really helped, again, like I said, uh, with the potency of the steroid creams that you've been using and what the phases look like. She has a ton of information, um, different blog posts, any questions that you have on TSW, most likely it's there. And then another one is Kara Ward on Instagram. It's called She's called Kara's Next Chapter. She, too, is a TSW warrior and continues to share her journey and the phases and just really being encouragement and a reminder that it takes time. We try to rush it, um, and we get impatient with the healing process. Um, but literally, there's nothing else that we can do. I mean, obviously, we can do other steps to help ease it. You know, the 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 um, journey, if you have access to a clinic uh, like they do, like Jing does in the UK and in Singapore, or just um, other um, wraps that you can apply or other things to alleviate the pain and the discomfort we can do that but nothing will really heal TSW but time and so I found her Instagram really helpful because um she's really shown phases of like what your skin looks like at two months and then at 20 months and then it at uh, 20 months it look it looking really clear from the, the two months and then 22 months is having a flare up you know and it and it unexpectedly um, uh, f- flaring up again and so she's just being real and just putting out what she's been um, going through even with my arms I thought I was having a separate allergic reaction with all these like little little bumps um, and scabs uh, not, well no more so bumps and so I literally saw an Instagram post of her arm looking exactly like mine and I'm like oh okay so it's really just TSW and then podcasts have helped a lot um, it's it, especially when I'm just low and I feel myself kind of going in the domino you know the um, what is it like My thoughts just kind of on a downward spiral, I should say. I listen to podcasts um, like National Eczema Association has helped a lot. They have some episodes on TSW um, and then another one is called The TSW Podcast. And it's just encouraged me a lot just to hear the stories of other people going through it. And um, I just listen to like episode after episode while I'm at work, and it, I, I gotta say too, the journeys that some people have been going through in TSW is insane, and the strength that they have, I'm I'm shook, because for me, right, I've only I was I was using topical steroids on and off for a year. These guys have been using topical steroids since they were a baby. And their parents, you know if, they, if their parents saw them with a flare or with eczema, they just put topical steroid because they especially back then they didn't know any better. So they're putting lotions and gels and creams and giving all these tubes. And so some of these people have been using topical steroids for decades, 20 years, 30 years. And when they decide um, to, to withdraw, and when they decide to go through TSW, their, it's nuts. The, their skin, like I'm so grateful, mine um, it is not like that because their skin is literally like, is, is literally chunking, like chunks of skin is falling off. Um, at night, you know, they wake up. And it's just the sheets are just with uh, oozing you know of their of their skin and it trying to heal and there's flakes everywhere and um, they they have to take salt salt sea salt baths. Um, and that's the only place where they find solace and comfort is if they're in the tub for hours, just you know their their skin um, in the tub it's it's nuts. Uh, it's crazy. And I give them props. I really do. And speaking of, you know, our bodies and just the skin, I'm amazed, too, of just how the body works. And I've I've had a greater appreciation how God created it. Like, there's a lot of stuff going on that we don't see that's going on inside of us. Like, I feel like if you watch shows like New Amsterdam or The Good Doctor, it's... Sometimes you just can't help but be in awe of like all the things that goes down and how one thing can react to another or how one thing, one part can can relate to another and just have this whole reaction and all the things. I don't know. I just get, I'm in awe. And it just reminds me that the body is designed to heal. Obviously, that looks different for everyone and the time frame isn't a one size fits all thing. But when your body is going through any kind of trauma or withdrawal, You know we need to believe that it's trying to heal and again that means we need to give it time and then obviously it's been stretching my faith i mean what i've blogged and vlogged for over 10 years online has been put to the freaking test during this journey i've been so so open and vocal on your inner beauty is is more important than your outer beauty and that god looks at the heart first and your outer beauty doesn't mean anything if your inner beauty is looking ugly and i've had moments where i've just felt ugly both on the outside and the inside and so i've had to do a heart checks on a daily almost hourly basis it feels like am I bitter that this happened to me am I am, am I worried is the joy of the Lord really still my strength and so all these questions you know I I, I have to ask myself um and make sure that that inner beauty that that radiance um doesn't get dimmed th- during this process that yeah my literally my outward body is, is wasting away. That's a Bible verse. I forgot what, I forgot the reference, but yeah, it's literally wasting away. Um, but because of, you know, the world and what it is, but it's also trying to regenerate. If you know what I mean, my skin is trying to heal. Um, but is my faith still strong? Is it still, um, grounded in who God is and my identity in him? So, and that's the struggle of, of, of what's been happening, but also the things I've I've been learning and the things I've been grateful for. And it just reminds me, you know, of the unexpected things that can happen in life. And I think of insurance, you know, <laughs> when they always say like the unexpected things happen. It's not a matter of if, but when something happens. So maybe for you, it's not having an unexpected skin reaction or a skin condition, but perhaps for you, it's an unexpected job loss, or an unexpected relationship ending, unexpected betrayal, an unexpected loss, or death, and it's the reality of life, right? The unexpected really happens, and um, I'm so glad I went to church today, because when I saw that my eyes were flaking um, this morning when I got up, I was like, well, dang, how am I supposed to go to church? Like, my makeup's gonna look all kind of cakey. But then I was like, no, I need, I really need to go. I, I, if I ever I feel like I don't want to, I need to even more so push myself to go and just have that time with the Lord. So, anyways, um, the pastor talked about worry today, and it, it really hit me, obviously. And he said, it's, um, he said, you know why you worry? The root problem is not that you lack faith. The root problem is that you do not know the object of your faith. How can you trust God when you do not know him? How can you put your faith in someone you don't know? And so he was just going back to to worry because the Bible commands us not to worry. But why is it that us Christians, you know, we, we end up worrying, especially when the unexpected things happen. And so it was just a great reminder, you know, who God is to me. Who do I really believe that he is? Do I really believe the things that I proclaimed online and on the blogs and on my captions and on videos that he is a healer, that he is a restorer, that he is with me and that he'll never forsake me? Do I really believe who I am in him and that my identity is in him and not in anything else of this world? And he also went on to say um, that, Your security lies in God's hands. God's purpose in your life will be accomplished. And so it just also reminded me, it made me think, and also what motivated me to put this episode out is that if this happened to me, if TSW happened to me, and God allowed it to happen, then I don't want it to go to waste. And I want it to be an encouragement and give some type of... um, of hope to others out there whether they're going through it or not that we don't have to get we don't have to get hit and knocked down by the unexpected things that happen but we can overcome them and that God's purpose in our life will still be accomplished does that mean it will be easy and that he'll make it he'll he'll let it you know let us go the easy route no but will happen he'll make it happen so I just want to end with this verse and obviously it's it's hit home for me so much and something that I cling on to literally on a daily basis but it's from Psalm 30 verse 2 and it says Lord my God I called to you for help and you healed me and I know that can really resonate with so many people out there not just for healing physically but emotionally mentally healing is is so much more than just the physical i know it it goes so much more beyond that there are so many other you know facets of healing and and areas of healing that we all need and i'm comforted and what gives me comfort on the day-to-day even if i'm flaking even if my whole um neck and above my chest is, is red and feels like leather. And even if I'm covered up, even though I just want to be in shorts and a tank top in this, in this tropical country, or even when I get cautious or uh, not cautious, conscious of people looking at me, um, and, and seeing, you know, not perfect skin or, seeing flaws seemingly flaws on my skin this is what i hold on to is that when i call to god for help he's there and he will be with me and he's there for you also and he will never let you go he will never leave you and even when we try to run even when we try to do our own thing he'll always be there so Thank you for tuning in. I have never cried so much before on an episode. What the hey? So, gosh, I hope I thank you if you made it, you know, this far in this episode. Um, Thank you. I hope it was encouraging. And again, if you are using topical steroids, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to do your research and look into the resources that I shared And I pray that if you're going through an unexpected trial, an unexpected challenge, that to God, it wasn't unexpected. He knew it was coming. And he will give you all the strength, all the courage, all the energy, all the boldness that you need to overcome it. So I love (laughs) y'all. And if this hit, hit a nerve with you, feel free to rate and review and if you are going through this please message me honestly when I said that it's kind of a lonely journey because I don't know many people who are going through TSW literally one other person Um, I love to connect with you and just get to know you so that's all that I have for you guys god bless take care and as always Even in the unexpected, and even if it gets hard, let's get radiant from the inside out. Bye for now, friends.